said, you motherfuckers is crazy. I said, I got to talk. I got to tell what I feel. I got to talk about my life as I see it. And now for our feature presentation. Or just have a seat and listen to the way in what I am displaying. A different kind of rapper language that I am saying. To all the party people, that it go with my info. When it comes to rocking parties, I am a nympho. Maniac, brainiac for doing my dancing. My record make the music. We'll put you in a trance and hypnotize your body. And like it, make my cardigan. You won't be fighting the ill and you just be partying down. With the funky sound with yours truly. I'm the original B-I-Z. I mean, okay, I will the E and I. The end to have fun and not be number one. And just here to let you know. Who's like fun in a place And everywhere that I perform and do a show Show As long as you know that Nobody beats the biz 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 Alright, welcome back, welcome back to another episode of Life As I See It, the podcast I'm your host, Jers, a.k.a. Life As I See It, episode 119. Uh, we got Wools in the building. Shout out to the homie Woozy, a.k.a. Hey, Bad Lungs. You know what I mean? Uh, we got Gert going to be joining us a little bit later. But um, right now, since we do have the fellas uh, right now in this week, um, of course, before we get started, always want to make sure everybody out there is subscribed to the pod. So if you are not subscribed to the podcast, make sure you do so. On Apple, on Spotify, wherever you listen to your podcast, hit that subscribe, hit that like button on YouTube. Uh, make sure that you subscribe to our visual content on Patreon. Small fee, small donation, you know. Um, and uh, make sure that you subscribe to, or not subscribe to, but make sure that you shop for all of your candles, your smell goods um, at LuxCollectionLLC.com. Um, so... I'm going to jump right into it. Fresh off of uh, NFL Divisional Playoff Weekend, it was a hell of a weekend. Arguably, some people say the, the best weekend ever in football. I would definitely say it's the best weekend of the year for football by far. Um, we had some great games this weekend. Uh, the Bengals won. The Chiefs won. The um, the Packers lost. The Bucks lost. So I want to focus on both of those aspects, right? So um, first and foremost, um, you know, I'm going to start with the old and then bring bring our way into the new. So just um, looking at the landscape of football right now, it's kind of feeling and looking like um, a changing of the guard. I mean, we know Patrick Mahomes is that guy and he has kind of been that guy the last few years. But, you know, you know the greats like Aaron Rodgers and, and, and Tom Brady. They've always been there in the end. Brady is just coming off another Super Bowl win last year. And so um, the Green Bay Packers, I thought, were going to be the Super Bowl champions this year going into the playoffs. They lost at home, and the Bucs also lost um, at home. Uh, I'll ask you, what did you think about those two games in particular, the Packers game and the Bucs game, and, you know, both Brady and Rodgers losing? I think the bye week 
I go by the bye week. I always tell my man, like, it's kind of hard statistically, not even just because of the bye week. Like, if you notice NFL, when they get to the playoffs, it's not always, it's majority of the wild cards that take it all the way because they're in, they're in, you know what I mean? They're in sync and they're playing week in and week out. I think that bye week sometimes messes, messes teams up. And then in Tampa's Bay point, I mean, I think they just wasn't, you know, they just wasn't ready to be honest. Like they they was missing a couple pieces that they thought they would have had. Yeah. Going forward, and they just wasn't ready. Um, as far as the Rodgers and Bengals, I mean, people were sleeping on the Bengals. I'm saying like Bengals yeah. Are tough. Yeah. You know what I'm saying, and, and although Rodgers is is arguably top three QB in the NFL right now, it's just like it takes more than just him to do it. So. It was one of those things, man. You know what I'm saying, but I, I I went. The only one I did, only one I was hoping was for all four to be upsets, because the Bills obviously ain't pull it out. But it basically was an upset weekend with a, but it wasn't like a landslide. It was like all good games to the end. Saying so, all that, good games yeah. to the end. It was amazing, yo. That Kansas City game was amazing, and you know, for maybe some of our female listeners who may not watch football, um, I would assume. Um, and then, you know, y'all can respond in the comments, but I would assume that maybe some of y'all might have caught some of the end of these games just because of the timeline. If you go on Twitter or on Instagram or Facebook, everybody was talking about it. You know what I'm saying? It was it was it was one of those weekends. It was one of those days on Sunday in particular. And shout out to the NFL playoffs. Um, I'm excited to see the next matchups. Um, you know, of course, we're not a sports pod, but just real quick. Who do you have going to the Super Bowl, and who do you have winning the Super Bowl? If I had to go by just this weekend alone, um, I'll say Kansas City, winning it all the way. Now, um, obviously the teams that's in there, I like them, man. Like it's more of a defensive. Only ones that's not really strong defensively is Kansas City, and this and these four coming up. So you got the Bengals. Um, Bengals. I don't know who the who the Bengals playing. They playing Kansas City. Yeah, they playing Kansas yeah, so City. So Bengals, Kansas City, and then it's Niners and Rams. So pretty much, that's all defensive teams that are pretty good defensively, except the Chiefs. Who you got in the NFC? Rams or um, 49ers? It's a tough one because I like the Niners, but the Rams is tough, man. Like you can't go Von Miller and my man. Like that's a tough. All day though, yeah. like you might do one and Jalen Ramsey and Jalen Ramsey, yeah. And they just picked up Eric Weddle on the humble, like, yeah, it's uh, that's tough, man. I don't know, that's a tough one, but you, you, you got to pick though. <laughs> All right, so I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go with the Niners just because I like Debo Samuels. So I'm if I had to bet on somebody, I'm gonna bet on Debo and then I'm gonna pick them. I don't like the Chiefs, so I'm I'm always going against them. Even though I know they probably gonna win it. All oh, right, you're a Raider fan. Here, you're a Raider bro. fan, so that's go, yeah, that's I mean, to get I'm the go Bengals, Bengals, and Niners. But I don't. It's funny because I go Bengals and Niners, but I see the Chiefs winning at the end. So yeah, that's funny. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Chiefs, Rams, and and it's funny. I don't like the Niners. You know, we got a we got a rivalry history, so I'm not a Niners fan. Right, I mean, right. I'm I'm objective. I mean, they they good. They solid. I said they was the hottest team in the NFC coming into the playoffs, and they've shown and proven that. Um, Debo Samuel was a beast. There's no answer for him. But uh, I think the Rams got too much firepower um, on offense and on defense. And um, I think it's Rams-Chiefs, and I think the Chiefs win. Yeah, I ain't mad at that. Were. Um, so, 
Uh, moving on to uh, <laughs> entertainment news, I guess you can call it. Um, you know, the last however many weeks, it's just been Kanye West news after Kanye West news. He's everywhere. He's seen pictures with everybody. He's seen in the studio with Khaled. He's seen in the studio with Game, Meek, uh, you name it. He said Donda 2 is on the way. Um, and... I don't know, man. Do you think this is... All right, first, let me say it like this. I liked the Donda album. I think it is one of the better albums that came out last year, and it probably will win for album of the year, be it politics or whatever you want to call it. I think that'll probably win it. Um, that being said, do you feel that Kanye is inspired to make um, continued great music because of what's happening with his marriage situation with Kim K and and the kids not being able to, you know, see his kids, the birthday party, all of that. Do you think all of that's inspiring him to make good music moving forward? Or do you think it's gonna be same old yay, nothing really different, kind of expect what you what you've gotten from him? As far as the music is concerned. Yeah, no, I think he's very he's very inspired. I mean, he never was uninspired, in my opinion. I think he might have did things that was, quote-unquote, to the general masses that like that are Kanye fans. But I, I didn't really like that one, or I like this one, that one, whatever. I mean, he made subjective, real subjective music. Like, it wasn't, like, cut and dry, like, nah, I'm rocking with that. So I think this go-around, though, he's even more inspired because of his situation. And it looks like he's surrounding himself with, like, spitters. So now he's going to get back into his, his I mean, the production that we love from Kanye, that early Kanye. And not, I'm not saying he's going to go back and do some early Kanye type of beats, but I think he's going to get back into that bag of like, you know what I mean? Just being creative all over again. Saying. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Um, yeah. And we know Ye is like, you know, a producer's producer in the sense that I've always said this, you know, he's a great collector of the minds and a great collector of different ideas and energies. And so him tapping into, you know, your gunners and your little babies and those younger, newer, hotter artists of today, I think also, because we know he doesn't write all of his music. We know that. That's a proven fact. We know he doesn't write all of his music. Uh, we know he's always had uh, teams of writers helping him construct his songs. Um, been, so not to cut you off, even on the producer side, like let's not let's not um, discredit the other other pieces that surround him. Like people might hear the name and just think Kanye just in there like one man band man doing everything, but it's a lot of moving pieces on that side too. It's just that he controls the vibe. You feel me? He is the vibe. So whether he's banging on the drum pad or hitting the keyboard or telling somebody to do it, nonetheless he's controlling the vibe. So. But yeah, you're right. He don't write, or he probably at this point they ain't even touching certain shit. He probably just doing the drum, or because I know like for that Donda or for the other albums, he got like certain producers he was fucking with just to come in to do what they do. Then he add on top of it. So, right. He always what, gonna yeah. add on top. At the end, yeah. he always gonna make sure that he got the final sprinkles on the on the on the cake. You know what I'm right. saying? Like, but it's his mind controlling this. So at the end of the day, that's why he is who he is. He's just a genius like that. Right, right. Um, yeah, uh, well, I think I, I agree. I think he'll be uh, more inspired now, today, to um, just continue to do new, innovative things. And, um, you know, whereas I wasn't so off of him a few years ago, 
Um, I think I'm kind of back around a little bit to hear the music. I heard Donda. I liked it. Um, and yeah, I think that the new music is going to be entertaining, satisfying, you name it, you call it, you know what I'm saying? So we will see how it plays out, but that's, you know, that's kind of how I feel about that. Yeah, um, add on, not to stay on it, but to add on. Just remember, I know everybody's hung up on the whole way his relationship with the Kardashians ended, but remember, he lost Virgil, whether niggas like to say it or not, Virgil, I mean, rest in peace, that's part of his his his, his DNA, so, and then, that's um, true. and then the whole relationship of the whole good music, however that went with Sean, Cuddy, and all that, so. That all that's all in the pot for Ye for him to be inspired and, and to get certain things out and you know what I mean to do what he do. So I'm I'm seeing way right. beyond like the Kim Kardashian shit. It's mad other shit he got on his plate that he gonna he gonna get off and that's why I'm more interested to hear what he got coming. Yeah, yeah. Um and what else are you looking for any other music from any other artists? Like what else are you looking forward to just on the music tip and and you know what you wanna hear? I think Hove got something coming. When or how how soon, I don't know. Um nah, I mean Corday. I was waiting for Corday and he dropped one, so that that's what I'm pretty much on as far as the new up and coming dudes. Um How how was that? Because I didn't hear it. I saw it and I saw, you know, some talk about it, but um I didn't really pay too much attention to it. But how do you think it was? Yeah, it's hard because the situation and like label wise and just like, you know, he doesn't do the cookie cutter type of music, even though he gets in all type of bags. So it's like when you chameleon like Corday, which I, I always yeah. track myself towards the chameleons that's just be doing like that can go left, right, up, down. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or you give them a beat, they don't attack it. However, they, yeah. I mean, they flavor whatever. So it's a dope project. Solid, man. It's not just one way neither. It's like mad different joints on it. So. I mean, the most, you know, they talked about, the most they talked about with him was the the feature with Lil Wayne, and then they just steadily, like, kind of moved him out the way and just was always talking about Lil Wayne's verse, like, oh, Lil Wayne, Lil Wayne, but, like, he bodied it, too. Like, but, well, yeah. see, it's interesting you say he's a chameleon because I would agree because you don't see... It's, it's hard to categorize him, you know what I'm saying? Like, what kind of artist would you call him? What kind of, yeah, what kind of artist or creative would you call him? I mean, you see him in all different types of bags just from a celebrity standpoint. Obviously, he has ties to Naomi Osaka. That's his girlfriend. So that's a bag. And then just his celebrity being in different circles and being seen in different places um, around different people, you may not even be so familiar with his music. You know what I'm saying? You may just, you, you may just know him as... Um, Os uh, Naomi Osaka's boyfriend, or maybe you only know him as the rapper didn't even know he dated her, or, you know what I'm saying? Like, but I think, nonetheless, I think him kind of fitting into different spaces sort of, at least so far, in my opinion, acts or has acted as a disadvantage by and large, because people don't know when I see him, I'm going to get this from him and I'm looking for this from him. I don't think he's reached a peak level where everybody knows his sound, his music, or even cares. You know what I'm saying? And I think he does make good music. So it's kind of a gift and curse for him to be the chameleon, like you said. But I, I would definitely agree, though. 
I think it's a gift and curse for him being a chameleon where he's at. If I'm not, if, if I could be wrong, where you can fact check this later. But as far as I'm, my understanding, he's on Atlantic, so you know how that go. They don't care about no chameleonness, nothingness. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> if, if if you had to try to somewhat have a blueprint for him or to go on a template, so to speak, I would say J. Cole would be his best bet of a template for him. You know what I'm saying? Something like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Even though I'm not saying like to the T, but if you had to go like a starting point, you know what I'm saying? I would say like follow the, the trajectory that J. Cole did because they, they, to me, they're pretty much similar with so they have similarities. I ain't gonna say they're similar. They have similarities. They have similarities. He produces, right? I don't. I don't know if he's entrenched in it as J. Cole was, but or, right. Okay. But, but but that's what I'm saying. Like, so then you add that on top of that, and then you add that on top of like where he's at. He's at Atlantic, so you already know what Atlantic on. They Everybody's like, at Atlantic. For everybody who doesn't know, all of your biggest artists from the Migos, Cardi, like all of them are on Atlantic. So. Yeah, it's a lot of competition to, you know, fight for position and when your release date is going to be and when you're coming out and all of that. So it's an uphill uh, battle for sure. They're not going to treat you like they're more so treating you like once you hit a benchmark, then we're going to look at you. I don't give a fuck how nice you is. I don't care what you, who's on your album. I don't care who's featured. I don't care who retweeted your joint. If you don't hit, your numbers don't hit this certain benchmark for us to move, then we ain't gonna move. And then let's be honest, like if you if you in the office, right? And let's just say you got, I don't know, maybe Gunner, Cardi B, and all them people over there, right? And then Cordae, Low Baby, Lil yeah, baby. yeah. Like, bro, you're gonna be more incentivized to do work for the other versus like Cordae, like you know what I'm saying? Unless Cordae just somehow eventually catch a TikTok wave or something. I don't know, but you know what I'm saying? As of right now. It's, it's, it's looking real slim pickings for him to like catch one. And, and you know, it's funny that you say that because even when you bring up the comparison to like maybe like a J. Cole, um, you have an instance where he's co-signed by Jay-Z. So that in itself is the automatic, I'm going to listen, I'm going to pay attention. You know what I'm saying? They're going to put, first of all, people are going to pay attention just off of that fact. Then two, it's going to be a certain amount of marketing dollars and a certain amount of, certain amount of visibility um, and energy and effort that's put towards pushing that particular artist. Corday being not having a cosign other than a primetime premium label is kind of, it, it's not cutting through because he doesn't make a certain type of music. You know what I'm saying? Um, but I wouldn't I wouldn't I wouldn't discourage people from listening to him if you're not familiar with him. Um, I would say, you know, tap into his music. Um, he definitely makes good music. Um and you know, you may be surprised pleasantly. So shout out to Corday though. I'm gonna definitely check that project out. Um, so look, right, and some other entertainment shit. Um, did you see that, you know, we again we've talked about 50 the last couple of weeks too. Um, and did you see that he was teaming up with Mona Scott to do or produce a, a new show called Hip Hop Homicides? It's like a new series that he's supposed to be coming out with. Um, with Mona Scott, did you see that? <laughs> yeah, I'm like busy now, out though. To be honest. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was about to say I, 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 I got Biggie didn't pop out. Yeah, I'm a little apprehensive to to that. I'm a little apprehensive to that one because, like you said, how many Biggie and Tupac documentaries and movies and series and shows and interviews and you name it have we seen? Too many, right? So, um, 
I, I was a little reluctant to to just kind of jump on that and continue to wave the 50 banner. But I did want to at least read uh, what it says, because this might also provide a little bit more perspective. So um, it says, uh, where is it? Um, one second. It said 50. No, it says G-Unit Film and Television has thrived by telling real stories as I continue to grow my current slate. Premium non-scripted programming will be a major focus. Hip-hop loves things that are damaged. This series will shed light on the artists that didn't make it through the struggle. So by him saying that, it almost sounds like he's just trying to exploit what's continuously already been exploited. And I don't know if I'm really like feeling that 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 perspective. Like, does that does that change or reshape how you feel about it or add to it or take away from it like already? Nah. Well, all I gathered from it is that um, 50 just trying to tap into a different network. So if this is his way in the door, this is the way in the door, and then he's going to garner those relationships that he need to garner, and then there's going to be more, because he's playing a long game anyway, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure you hear the rumblings of the power and power book and how, you know, how all my children he is getting, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> But but you know, yeah. um, he just and from a business standpoint, I see what I if, if my calculations are correct, I see what he's doing, cause he got to know too. Like it's 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 redundant at this point, bro. Like we might check it just because it says Curtis ja executive produced by Curtis Jackson, but we're not gonna. This is not gonna move the needle for us, man. Right. You know what I'm like right, right, right. It's not not. That doesn't change. But to your to your point of business, though, um, it is a, a good business play for a long play in terms of tapping into maybe a dem different demographic graphic or audience because this is going to be shown on WeTV, right? WeTV, and yeah. and it's also going to be streamed on uh, the the streaming service called Black. It's B L K. Um, that's a all black network streaming service. So it's going to be on those two different networks. So if you're familiar with the different type of shows on WeTV, you got your marriage boot camps. If I'm not mistaken, you got growing up hip hop. You got that type of, um, you know, that type of programming on that network. So maybe it's just another avenue. Let's look at the the different networks he's been on. ABC, Stars, now going to be WeTV. Um, and the, the black streaming service. I feel like I might be missing another one, but he was you know, on, that on, is a, I believe he was on um I always forget Crackle. Wasn't he on Crackle with one of them? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He did he did a little stint yeah. with Crackle. Yeah, he did. So, um, nah, he so did, he's really trying to he's really he's really trying to tycoon. Yeah, he's trying to tycoon the the the, the film, the TV and film industry. And um I'm not mad at it, but uh we do we do got uh Gert in the building. Um, and, you know, kind of hearing the, the, the back, you know, the, the last part of what we were saying about 50 and his new show that's supposed to be, um, done with him and Mona Scott called, um, it's about like hip hop unsolved mysteries or some shit like that, or no hip hop homicide. Um, first, did you see that they're going to be coming out with that? And two, uh, how do you feel about it? No, I didn't see um that they were going to be doing that and to um i believe them to have a relationship due to uh 
violator. Uh, they, Fifty and Mona Scott having a violator relationship. They both coming from music, going to film. Um, I don't know the content, but uh, I I like what Fifty is doing so far. Um, now I don't agree with everything he do, but all in all, I think he is, um, you know, pushing the culture forward with hip hop and putting it in spaces that, um, you know, we haven't had the same look. So, I mean, they could have yeah. did a little better with this nigga not knowing how old he was, but. Um, <laughs> I don't know if y'all got to that already, nigga. Yes, yeah, spoil spoiler alert for 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 all of the power watchers out there. Yeah, that was uh, that's crazy. They that was that's horrible writing. Like I that that was horrible. She said, "No, nigga, that means you really twenty three. <laughs> oh, oh, so you that's mean uh, crazy. I, I I went against NCAA regulations." I'm, I ain't gonna yeah. be in the draft. <laughs> yeah, that's fucking ludicrous. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Got the sports already or not? Nah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, we we tapped in, but uh, so real quick, cause I since we already kind of tackled that for a minute, what I do want to get from you as far as sports, um, is a, um, what did you think about? The the kind of like the the OGs, the Brady's, the Rogers, them losing, and then you kind of have um some of the younger guys that are you know getting an opportunity. They, a they and, and then, hold on hold on hold on hold on hold on, and then B, who uh what is your prediction for the Super Bowl and who's gonna win it? So I'm I'm as far as my predictions, I'm not really I'm not really that far invested, but. It, it, I, I, the reason why I brought it up was to touch on good quarterbacks do not lose. You have to beat them. Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady, Josh Allen, and I didn't see the Titan game, but they didn't lose. Nah, Joe Burrow. But, well, but they're not... Um, they lost. Oh, oh, no, yeah, no, no, yeah, yeah. I'm saying the difference between losing and getting beat. If you go back to the uh, Chiefs game, the, uh, the, the Bills didn't lose that game. The Chiefs beat them. When you give me the ball and I score with the game on the line, I've done all I can do. It's in my yes. defensive stance now. And that's what I was saying with Dak is Dak lost that game. If you see the great quarterback, they're not going to lose a game. And that's what uh, I just wanted to touch on that. Um, when you're looking at sports, it says the greats don't lose. You got to go in there and take that shit from them. All right. So, look, you said you're not, um, you know, heavily invested in the overall, but just guessing. So, you know, you might you might be wrong, whatever, obviously, whatever. But just guessing, who do you think goes to the Super Bowl and who do you think Rams, goes? Rams and Chiefs. Uh-huh. Rams and, and who Chiefs wins? Go. Uh, I, I think it's going to be hard to beat the Chiefs. 
Chiefs offense, they turn it on late. But once they turn it on, the nigga went down the field in 13 seconds. He went from his 25 and two plays. But they, when you put the ball into Tariq Hill's hands, it's, 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 it's lights it's out. Different. Like, and <laughs> Mahomes keeping the play alive. I like the Rams. The Rams' defense is a little different, though, because they don't have to rush as many, and they're going to make it hard for him. Um, but it'll be worth watching. It'll be worth watching. So that sounds like the Chiefs? I say, yeah. Uh, I, that could go either way. The, the on, Rams man. Give have, me something. Give me, just, the, just pick one. Well, the Rams' defense is a great fucking defense. Heard but the you. Chiefs offense <laughs> the Chiefs offense is a great offense. I I, I don't you, you know you I got don't, that part. <laughs> yeah. Just pick one, brother. A or B. <laughs> nah, I can't. I, I can't pick. I'm just you know, I can't pick. <laughs> I'm gonna say spark it. I don't Yeah, I went Chiefs. I went that same matchup. He got Chiefs. You got hey, Chiefs yo, too, nigga. Hey, yo, nigga Jersey be like, <laughs> nigga Jersey be like, yo, just pick. Just pick. Nah, I don't want to pick. Yo, just pick. I be like, I hate the Chiefs. Then fuck it, next week on the pod, nigga be like, told you you was wrong, nigga. I'm like, yo. I didn't nah. even want to pick, nigga. Nah. Yeah. nah yeah, that's nigga. nasty. Nah, hell no. Hell no. I told you you ain't no shit about football, nigga. <laughs> nah, hell no. <laughs> that's, not, that's not me at all. Um, but look, I also wanted to, um, talk about, um, you know, it's funny cause like we're talking about the same people kind of over and over, but like, they just keep doing shit. Right. So Nas, um, Nas, he just, um, has his investment in like an African mobile game publisher called carry first. And, uh, basically it's uh, It says, we're excited to partner with this world-class group of investors who, in addition to capital, brings expertise across gaming, fintech, and Web3. In 2021, we launched multiple games and digital commerce solutions, achieving really strong growth. Together, we can accelerate this growth and achieve our goal of becoming the leader consumer internet company in the region. So it's basically him just tapping into another, you know, tech space, um african mobile tech space at that um more black excellence um i don't know if you remember last year he uh became part owner of this cigar company called escobar like he's just doing a lot of shit and i mean granted a lot of people in the rock said he ain't fam you said what P-Rock said he ain't fam. P-Rock got a lawsuit against that nigga right now. (laughs) Well, all I know is it's a lot of announcements being made and the nigga's in a lot of different spaces. I didn't see it. I didn't see it. Well, I don't know how much, how much, because Nas probably don't even own that catalog. So him, I think P-Rock is just starting, starting, starting the process of suing to get to wherever it got to get to, but I don't even think Nas owns that project for him to be like, here, Pete Rock, I owe you how much now? Well, I got you. Like, so suing Nas is just like, a, it's a good, it's a good way to get, get the publicity that he needs from the, from the, um, 
for him to get his point across as far as like, you know what I'm saying? Because if he say, yo, I'm suing Columbia, like, that's not really a talk piece. But if you say, yo, Pete Rock is suing Nas, like, you're going to talk about it more, you know what I'm saying? But Nas don't even own the project. He can't own that. I almost could positively bet some some buku amount of coins that that nigga don't own that, that, that album. I think he went back and bought all of his shit. I did hear that he did. I did hear that he did get his masters. I don't know all. I don't know if it's all of his masters. I don't know the particulars. I did hear that, so I don't know. Yeah, it should be nice to say it. <laughs> yeah. Niggas yeah. get ten percent a master, but like, yeah, no, I bought my masters. I mean, yeah, all right. he's no problem. <laughs> So do you yeah. think that the do you think the Pete Rock thing is more of like a uh a, a, like a slander campaign like type type thing towards Nas or do you think he really like you said just trying to get paid and however he got to say it is what he willing to do to, to get paid? Gert, I, I'm asking you. I find them to be both uh, men of integrity. They not out here looking to be in the media. So I would think uh, it's some um, legitimate uh, shit that was going on. I don't think he would just throw Nas' name out there because that could potentially mean the two of them never working together again. So I would think it would be uh, some validity to the claim. Uh, what you think? I think P-Rock came to the grips that he's probably never going to work with Nas again. <laughs> so he's like, yo, fuck it, let me put this in motion. <laughs> the, 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 the platform he went on to even say that wasn't like, you could tell, like, it, it comes from him really, you know what I mean? He, he really didn't get paid and he really trying to figure out. I don't even think he know what proper channels to go through. So he's just talking and saying, like, yo, let me put this in, in the atmosphere. I got my lawyers X, Y, and Z on it. And then the blogs picked it up. So when he said it on the platform that he said it on, the blogs went ham on it. That's how the general, that's how the general public knows. So they only know the headline that Pete Rock is suing um, Nas. They don't really know the intricacies of it. So, hey man, I mean, get your bread. It's what it is. Business, right? Then ain't that what Puff said? Like, you know what I mean? I'm feeling kind of hungry. I think I want a motherfucking cheese steak. I mean, a cheesecake. He looked around and sent five motherfuckers walking to um to Brooklyn. So impossible <laughs> in this world, man. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> Word. Um, okay, I could roll with that. I could roll with that. Um it, yo, did y'all see it it was it was nasty, but um, you know, I am a big fan of the show Billions. And so Billions is back. So obviously Billions comes on Showtime. Went to Showtime to catch it on demand. And I've seen that they have a new documentary um, that's about Bill Cosby in the same vein as the, the Michael Jackson Never Neverland thing. They just trying to, they killing them, slandering them, going in, whatever, whatever, whatever. And I'm just like, at this point, I feel like, at, at, when does it stop? You know what I'm saying? Like, respectfully to anybody who may have been, like, you know, a victim of whatever they accused that ain't, but That ain't respectfully if you say, hey, when do it stop? Nigga, if this no, nigga did no, something no, to me, no, it's I'm giving, No, I'm giving, I'm giving two perspectives, right? So I'm saying I'm not discrediting 
that, right? That, I can't speak on that. What I'm speaking on is the, uh, it seems like it's a constant, um, it's certain people constantly trying to continuously bring him down. That's just the perspective that I see. I'm not talking about victims. I'm talking about some of these, uh, like, say for it, I don't know if Charlemagne was in the uh, in the in the trailer, right? But let's just say somebody like a Charlemagne is being interviewed and they trying to get his perspective on da 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 da, like people like that. And I'm saying those type of people are adding I mean, to it. Real quick, if you're saying that, right? Um, who, who? I, I, I'd be curious to know who these people are. You talking about? Like you said, it may be Charlemagne. All right, I well, I'm, for example, I seen Jamel Hill in the trailer, right? I seen Jamel right. Hill as somebody who was in the trailer, right? Now, I'm saying, okay, what? You're asking just a Black woman, her perspective or her opinion of this thing that Bill Cosby, Bill Cosby allegedly did? Or are you picking this person to because they're willing to add to the pylon? I mean, what when they add names like that that don't obviously wasn't around when this quote unquote alleged happened, um, they just doing that. That's business at that point to get the documentary off the ground. So uh I don't know what Jamel Hill, what's the expertise Jamel Hill has in this situation, but she's definitely a name in the culture to get something off on And the level the level of entry to create shit is so low that this shit ain't never this shit gonna get worse because like we can make a doc. This person can make a doc. That person can make a doc. Make a movie, a doc, an album, or this or that, or whatever. TikTok, what, whatever. Choice is yours. So it ain't gonna stop. It's actually gonna get worse. You know what I'm saying? You see all the fucking Tupac Biggie shits we got? You think we need another fucking Tupac and Biggie doc? I don't right. think so, bro. That right. motherfucking nigga Gravy about did four. <laughs> that nigga gonna be Biggie for the rest of his. <laughs> <laughs> they gonna keep calling that nigga for every duck. <laughs> That's fucked up, man. Right. That nigga is just gonna Word. be known as like the stand-in rapper. I don't know, man. It just, you know. My bad, great. I, I, I'll just say this. I'm, I'm not interested to watch it. I'll say that. I'll say that. But uh Gert, um what what was you saying before though? Nah, I'm just saying, um it's all it's I think it'll weed itself out. Like if he did do it, then drag that nigga forever. That's how I see mm. it. If he didn't do it and it's people who got nothing to do with it talking about it, then you see what type of people they are. You know, um, I, I, I think the means to justify the end. I know it's yeah. no way to tell, but that's how I look at shit like that. People to show who they are. Yeah. I mean, I get it. Um, I don't know. I get it. I get it, I guess. Yo, quick, quick question before you move on. Did y'all, did y'all ever see the, um, the Russell Simmons doc? The one where they... The April Walker one? No. Exactly. No. Go. That's a hard no. doc, too. And that nigga Russ been doing yoga in the Cayman Islands ever since. 
This is what I was going to say. This is what I was going to say. Um, the idea of being coerced into doing something versus you willingly being a participant and things not panning out the way you may have anticipated and now you're upset and now you're reacting that's the that's the crosshairs that i'm caught between um because like i said i'm not i'm not responding to anybody that any of these things actually happen to because first and foremost i can't even speak to that they got the right to say and feel and respond how they how they want but i'm saying the idea of okay so-and-so made me do this versus i kind of figure it might be that and fuck it let me roll the dice oh shit it didn't work out how i thought it might work out now so-and-so did this Eh, you know it's it's kind of a fine line so that's kind of my my back and forth with with topics like this i think the game is a nasty game in any game you play, you gotta take all that come with it and try. <laughs> Word. So that so so basically then the rules are the rules and you have to The rules um, are play. the rules are there's no rules. Okay, yeah, I'm with that. There's no rules. The rule is you gotta protect your own best interest. So when you hear mm. about Rap niggas making uh, women sign NDAs and not allowing them to bring their cell phones in and all of that kind of shit. You got to respect the game. If not, then, yeah. you know, at the, the don't play that is, game. Yeah. Don't play that game. Yeah. So if you get caught slipping, if you're a nigga that hustle, you get robbed, whatever, it come with it. If you, anything that you do is good and bad. If you want to be the nigga that fuck all of the bitches, there's shit that come with that. So mm-hmm. I just say protect your own best interests at all costs. Pros and cons, people. Pros and cons. <laughs> That's the only way to, you know, have a uh, uh, safety is if you provide that for yourself. Yeah. Um, I would agree. Couldn't have said that one better. That's a fact. Um, let me see what else happened. Oh, so, um, do you think that Antonio Brown is going to be just fine? And, you know what I'm saying? It, it, it's Nothing's going to really happen to him. I know, Gert, originally you said you think he's going to play again. Um, he came out and said teams contacted him. Um, he's doing interview after interview. He's being seen everywhere. He's out with Gay, this one, that one. Um, he hasn't lost any steam as, as far as visibility is concerned. Um, do you think that he's going to be just fine, land on his feet, and he ain't going to miss a step? Or him blowing up the way that he did may have taken a hit to his overall brand? Uh, I'll start with you, Wolves. Mm, A.B. is A.B., man. I think he will play again. Does he do things like a conventional NFL player does? Nah, but he has his own reasons. Like, to say he wild and crazy, I don't think so. I think he just, you know, he's passionate on both sides. So, if he's passionate about the game, 
he's passing it off 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 the field as well. So I think that's just taking like, you know, like uh he's out of control, he's off the hinges, oh A B A B and again I think he got C T E, da 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 you know how that goes. So Yeah. Because the commissioner before Gert, the commissioner ain't saying nothing. That's really the tall like that's really when when it when it gets deep 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 for any football player, that's when he gonna come out and say. So the fact that he ain't saying nothing, that's why I'm like, all right, that's what it is. It's You're right. Game. He hasn't said a word. I don't. I don't really think the question is uh, about him playing. Um, him playing, I don't think is hard. But is he gonna get what he deserves? So if you look at this last contract he was playing under, um, incentive based um, wasn't a high contract. A team will. I mean, I mean, it's it's. Can you get a younger player that's cheaper to do what he's doing? That's what a team has to look at. Um, cost versus how good he is, and I think that would be. You know, that's what's going to determine if he plays again. Yeah, I agree. I mean, they always, they always do. The NFL is like one of the most cutthroat sports as far as the business side of it. So they never looking at it. I mean, talent does somewhat play a part, but they always like, it's always like first in, first out. So it's never like solely on your talent. It's more like your worth. And then what can we get you for? Like, so they're going one year him to death if you do play. They're going one year him. And have all asterisk, all kind of, you know, what I mean stipulations. <laughs> but he might play. But, but the, they, yeah, you're right. They're going one year him though. They, they ain't gonna give him like the, a three year, five year deal, guaranteed, none of that. Now nah. he didn't. He didn't. But if you're good walk, enough, he walked off right the field with that, with that, with that. But if you're good enough, that actually works to your benefit. Uh, not in the NFL. They don't care about good, bro. Yes, yes, in the NFL. If you look at Revis. Revis stuck the game up on one year deal. He bet on himself, and well, yeah, you, you no, you want the long term contract in case something happens to you. But if your value is high, every year they have to bid on you. Every year is going to be a bidding war for you if you're that good. The long term contract. Wide receivers is tough right. to do that. Safeties and corners can get that because they because they. Their value is like not there is no it's not like that much coming in with that with that position year in, year out. Like wide receivers come in every year five. So if we if yeah, granted A B is a is a, is a spectacular talent, but if we can like get nine like seventy five percent of that talent and zero percent of the antics, I'm going with <laughs> I'm going with another with another wide out. You it ain't the antics, what it is, is the system. I don't need yards after a catch. I don't need one-handed catches. I just need you to catch the ball. Yeah, right. well, that's what we're saying, dude. Right. That's the problem. He won't want to catch the ball and just move on. He want to catch the ball and then argue. Because and... it already came out that the coach no. wasn't really feeling him anyway. So he already had that chip on his shoulder anyway. If he wasn't catching the ball at a high level, he wouldn't beat it. Oh, no, nah, yeah. I'm just saying, like, as far as, like, you saying, uh, what's the, the question is, like, do you think he's going to get, like, you know, is he going to play again and, and, that, and at what cost? I'm assuming so. I'm saying, like, a lot of teams will pick him 
but they're gonna they're gonna one year him. They're going like his value. They're gonna determine his value. His his skill level doesn't determine his value. So the amount of teams that's willing to to rock with him is gonna determine his value. That's how the NFL yeah. works, bro. They, they they don't care about how nice he is because it's a million. It's especially wide receivers. Wide receivers and running backs the worst position to be trying to assess your value. They 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 just gonna worry about the they gonna they gonna try their chin at the draft anyway. Were hey real quick switching 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 gears totally. Um, did y'all see? Um, Bill Gates came out and said that um, he warns that pandemics far worse than COVID. Um, well, let me just read it. It says Bill Gates warns of pandemics far worse than COVID as he calls on government to contribute billions of dollars to prepare for the next global outbreak. Um, Wolves, did you see that? You know, you know how the Yakubs do. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, once they power up, there's no stopping them. So that's a fact. I don't really know how he's even like able to just say that and not like I don't know. That's still baffling to me how you can just say, "Hey, baby, uh, you know, got some got some new coming down the pipeline. You might want get you might want get together." Now. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like I'm, I'm like I don't know, bro. And they didn't niggas to try to try to convince you that Big DT was the problem. I, this motherfucker problem got there. Yeah, yeah. Um, He doing some old mystical magical shit with the with the with the air, the air up there. Like it's like, man, listen, bro. Black sea. No, that's a fact. Black sea moss. You know what I'm saying? Black black, oil, oregano, all that. Get your, get you. I mean, get your turmeric right. You heard? You know what I'm saying? These motherfuckers play with. with, I mean, GMO. These motherfuckers playing. Shit, I just seen a motherfucking a mechanical arm play the motherfucking uh the piano the other day. We in a whole other type of type of time. We on motherfucking <laughs> taking away the music. <laughs> Not the music. Not Never the music. stop the music. That's the reason why we here. You know, say don't stop the music. <laughs> Damn, yeah, that's crazy, yo. It's it, it's over, yo. <laughs> it's like, over. Yeah, this is like movies. Like every movie I watch that be on some like futuristic man versus machine shit. This is this is pretty much where we have it's it to everything be. all in one. It's everything all in one at the same damn time. Mm, mm, mm. That's deep. I don't know what you gonna do, girl. <laughs> They're gonna strap up, get a sea moss right. Pharmacy for life. Shouts to pharmacy for life for sure. We live in a strange time. Living in strange times, man. Yeah. I guess don't nobody know what to do, huh? <laughs> uh, oh, if you thought I had the answer, nah, I don't got the answer. <laughs> I fucking sway. I don't got no idea. <laughs> you looking for me for the answers. I'm nah. Niggas looking for help, man. Looking for help. 
Thank God. <laughs> I, mean, I can tell you, get you, get you something in the coop. Get right every, you know what I mean, every day or so. Get you, get you a nice little young tender. You know what I'm saying? Get you, and just get right. You know what I mean, do the things you want to do because they clearly doing the fuck, whatever the fuck they want to do. God. That's yeah. a fact. So get you a That's nice a little young tender. You know what I'm saying? And watch whatever you want to watch. Get right. Get some libations. I mean, get you some more of the Gaza. And just, you know what I mean? <laughs> Tune these motherfuckers out. <laughs> this channel is scary, goddamn. <laughs> oh, shit. Yo, that's all facts. Big facts. Oh, shit. Tune them out. That's funny. Hey, yeah, they probably have a DNA sample from everybody in the world by now. Or oh, the majority. Yeah, majority. So, I got you. Uh, forget, have something, for, something with it. For, yeah, forget the fucking backs. Just think about how much data uh, samples they collected from people. Yeah, yo, the very first time I ever got tested for COVID, I felt like they gave me the shit. Like, I did too. I felt, I felt like I felt different. I don't know if it was in my mind, but I felt like I felt different after my nose wasn't right. I'm like, yo, what the fuck? You know what I'm saying? So to your point, okay, you ain't you don't get the shot, but you done got something. It's something on that motherfucking uh two pause. Like you know what I mean? Like shit ain't right. Shit is not right. Cause yeah, even those ancestor joints, the ancestor joints, like. For the fact that they have the ability to like take your DNA and say, "Yo, you ten percent Netherlands and nine percent Mongolian and all this shit," like they got so much shit to be like that shit crazy. The shit, the amount of shit they got to do shit like that. Yeah, man, I have no idea. I have no idea. Um, so, like you said, first and foremost, because I do it, so I wouldn't tell y'all to do nothing. I don't do. Make sure not only do you shop your candles and your, your smell goods at LuxCollectionLLC.com, but right, right. get your immune system right. Get your immune system right. Boost your immune system. Go to PharmacyForLife.com. Get your supplements, your sea moss, your black seed oil, oil of oregano, um, um, elderberry, zinc. Um, you know what I'm saying? All of that. Get, get all of that. Get all of that goodness. Pause. <laughs> because at the end of the day, that's really what it's all about. You got to be healthy and you got to protect yourself as best you can because don't nobody give a damn. And that's that on that. So yeah, I, I ain't gonna push it past the speed limit. Um, as mentioned, I'm gonna keep mentioning every time, every week, Lux Collection, LLC.com, all your candles, your smell goods, your life is, I think, um, I actually just ordered another batch of candles, so I don't know if we still got any life as I see a candle um, left, but um, you can still go and see what we do have left. Um, so make sure y'all do that. Make sure everybody out there is telling a friend to tell a friend. And until next time, everything we go. Don't call it a comeback.
Music, Co-Music, Co-Music, Co-Music.